Us hunters need good glass. The well-balanced size Conquest HD binoculars provide outstanding performance for an amazing hunting experience at an unbelievably attractive price. The Conquest range will impress you with the largest field of view in its class. Even at long distances, it provides detailed views of wildlife and enables long, fatigue-free observation. A HD lens system gives great low-light performance and excellent target resolution. These rugged binos carry a 20-year Australian replacement or repair guarantee. Find your local stockers at osaustralia.com.au. With the crazy world we live in today, many of us seek the adventure of the unknown. Join us everyday Aussies from all walks of life share stories from men and women of all hunting camps. From tips and techniques to the emotional rollercoaster ride of fulfilling a lifelong dream, there is a story to be told by all. Welcome to Hunting Camp Down Under. Jakey Kasparowski, how are we, buddy? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Going good. I uh, thought I'd get my arse in the gear and make a few arrows while we had a conversation. <laughs> Why not, mate? Why not? That's the time to do it. Yeah. So I'm here going to try and make arrows with kids still awake and Jake's sitting on his lounge with undies on. So that's yep. the kind of setup we've got here. Nice and professional. That's, that's it. That's it. Sitting down, listening to the rainfall. Yeah. Are you getting it some up there? Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, we had a... Good little storm come over today, about an inch. Yeah, so right. She's just drizzling now. Beautiful. So, we've had, uh, I think we've had, for December we had four hundred and something mil. Yeah, that's good. Yep. And then I think we've just got a storm coming in again. They're threatening us with flash floods again tonight, tomorrow. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. My father-in-law is <laughs> an hour's north. Had thirty inches for December. Holy dooly! Yeah. That's like it. You might as well yeah, be we in the were, tropics. We were just doing the mathematics for last year, and yeah, we ended up with our average is thirty, bit over thirty a year. Yeah, yep. we got thirty six last year. There you go. So, which is good because the year before we got like four. Yeah, well, I remember when when I was up there, it was well, we just went going into the draw. Remember? Yeah, and then she yep. pretty much didn't rain from that. Oh, she's chalk and cheese from when you you were last year. Oh, what you see this year? So, can't wait. Nah, she's can't looking wait. good. What's been happening, mate? Oh, not a lot, mate. Just we just yeah, we're just kicking off the new year and just coming out of sort of our Christmas New Year break and mm-hmm. not a lot. We've been all tied up the last twelve months, haven't we? It's been a bit like that, hasn't it? I think it has. It has. For the most part, I mean, we're sort of jumping into that that planning where we'd be we'd be frothing on it now, as Benny Solaris would say, we'd be frothing on it, trying to get all we'd our plans frothing. together. But <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, over... right now we'd be thinking about what tags we'd be putting yep. in for for the States, but we'll just buy some points, I reckon. I think so, mate. I think it's going to be the safest bet. I think I think last year for 2020, and we'll probably recap on that, that'll be probably most of the conversation really, but I think, yep. you know, for a lot of us, we probably probably looked after our backyard a bit better than probably what, I normally, especially myself, I normally take it for granted, you know, literally. Yeah. Um, yep. And, you know, try to find sort of, like, I oh, mean, I spent, myself and Lonnie Brockman, mate, we would have spent three or four months just chasing blocks. Like, not that we did any good, but, you know, there was nothing mm-hmm. else really to do. So we just made contacts and, you know, still are ongoing. Yep. Some, a few are ongoing, got those couple of blocks out west and we just sort of make the most of it. You managed, I mean, yep. with Queensland, like, you sort of managed to get away a bit more. Well, we were lucky and I'm lucky scenario where, you know, I don't have to travel too far and they didn't lock us up as bad as you guys down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were allowed to travel a little bit and 
yeah, well, lucky I didn't have to travel, you know, an hour, two hours at the most. And yep. Yeah, we, we were lucky that way for our for my red deer hunting anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, and that's basically all we – oh, we did a trip up north, chased some buff, me and Benny. Yep. And the girls. and um, Bit of fishing. Me old boy. Bit of fishing. Yeah, that was a good trip. Haven't done that in a long time, so it was mm. – we were planning on going to Victoria, but that all went pear-shaped, so we were bugger it. Let's just go up north. So yep. we're allowed to go to the Northern Territory, so we haven't done that in a long time. So, mm. yeah, turned out pretty good. Well, where did we start off? We so, started off back in January, so this time, well, it would be this weekend last year. We went to mm-hmm. Wana- we went to Wanaring, way out the yep. buggery. That was a pretty fun trip. Yep. That was a pretty fun that trip. That was a good trip. That was and a good then, trip. It was hot. Oh. Freaking different. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big heat person. I don't <laughs> yeah, you handle that right, though. You handle that right, though. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't – there was a couple of days where – The very first day. It was it was stinking, but, yeah. Um, I think 52 or yeah, something. Yeah, no, it was a good trip. Yeah, we saw a couple good – I suppose it was more of a look-around trip, really. Yeah, it was a bit of a, a, bit of a recon trip. Been, I'd never been that so, far west. I'd never been no, that far. No, it was out there. Oh. So – then we did that. Then we had all the plans for the rut, all the plans in the world. Yep. <laughs> and that. We had we had big plans. We had big plans, and yeah. even this year. So, but it looks like it's shattered as well. So, yeah, we're meant to be going to New Zealand again. So, but. what's going on with that? That they're sort of saying that are they canning us because there's more outbreaks again, or what? Will they Mate, do? I haven't looked right into it. In December, um, they were talking about letting us in. Yep. Um, if February, if not February, around February they were talking. I'm not exactly sure of the details and probably someone would know better than me. But, um, yeah, we were all planned and, yep, looked like it was going ahead. So mm-hmm. um, there was a handful of us, small little group that were going down to Otago Way to go chase some reds. Yep. But um, let's go see if we can find a big Otago 40-inch double six. But oh. That doesn't look like it'll um, eventuate this year, any of all this rut. So yep. we might get another crack at it in the winter. Yep. So, yeah. But um, so it looks like we'll be hanging around home again. Nothing wrong with that. Suits me better. Around <laughs> Australia, anyway. So, yeah. So, but um, no, yeah. I think I think you know for what it was last year, I think I think sort of blokes bloody um, probably done real well to be honest with you. You know, like given Victoria probably struggled a little bit. You know, I feel sorry for the guys in there. They're, they're really, 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 you know, oh, probably mate, frustrated more like, than anything. They were treated like criminals down there. Just, I think yeah. that was that's wrong. So that was pretty. How rough. they were treated. Yeah, yeah. And I think so. I've had the conversation a few me. times. Yeah, well, it was just pretty much carrying on from that. I, you know, it was sort of like on a mental state. I think I know, like the conversations you and I had, and you know, the other boys we all sort of you know hunt with and talk to. I think that was the most, the biggest thing was just trying to stay positive about, you know, just trying to get out just for at least for a walk. Just, you know, even if it was a paddock that you knew. I remember I did that hunt with Toby Hines and we recorded that little inside the mountain podcast. But that was more yeah. or less just a weekend to get out, say good day, and like just literally clear the mind. Like you do, you you need you need them weekends away. Whether it's you know we're all flat out at work all the time and just them times to forget everything and just. Walk around the hills, not necessarily kill something, but just walk yeah. around the hills and but breathe the fresh air and yeah, it is good for your mind and soul for sure. Definitely. So, 
Yeah. I mean, so to be not able to do it, I couldn't. I couldn't personally imagine how them fellas do it down there. So, yeah, yep. I, I would have. I don't know. I would not one for breaking the rules, but I reckon I would have done it. <laughs> would've I would have broken mate. the rules then. I'm sure a few boys are sneaking around. It's bloody yeah, tough going. But we we sort of were done pretty yeah. well there. We, you know, we, we're. Yeah, that sort of April where we had the plans and I ended up just saying, mate, we've got no hope and then it really cracked down on us and couldn't mm. get anywhere. But then, yeah, by the time sort of May, May, June sort of popped around and everything went sort of back to normal and I kind of got busier with work anyway. So that sort of set me aside as, you know, having any spare yep. time anyway, which is good. Well, you know, it's set us up well now anyway, so. But And like you, you got a fair kick in the nuts drawing that goat tag and not being able to go. Oh, that sucked. <laughs> That's, Mate, oh, dude. I had a conversation. Yeah. Like I rang, I rang the Alaska game of fish, and they just, yeah, you know, obviously one small little issue for them, you know, a major one for me. But that was like, oh, sorry, if you can't get here, you can't get here. So, um, I did apply. Mm. I did apply again for this year. So Alaska's got a bit of a weird rule where um, you can apply twice on the same same license. So, okay. so you you actually get two application years on the one license. So. I've got it sitting there, so I just thought I'll oh, stuff it. I'll apply for it anyway. It cost you like thirty bucks to apply. You might as well throw your hat. Might as well throw it in, and some miracle that every I was to draw and it opened up in six months' time, I'd be cheering. So I, I reused it for the second year just for the sake of it. It was there, and um, yeah. you can't yeah. you can't apply for the same area. Uh, so like say the goat, mm. so I couldn't apply for the same area, but applied for a different area, and well, I didn't do it. Because um, of you drew it last time, yeah. So you if you draw the, the area, area, if you draw this, if you draw a tag, you can't apply for the same area the next year. Um, okay. But then the following year you can, so you just can't do it yep. consecutive. So what they're saying is you go in and you know shoot one or don't shoot one, but you've got it all sussed out going back in the next year. Yep. You know they're just trying to spread it out, which is which is oh, pretty yeah. cool. It's not a bad idea. No, no, and it's only no. one year. Like you still can apply. Like you don't have a withholding withholding period. So yeah. Um. Yeah, so constantly sort of learning that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, so it was a, probably a year that you know, yeah, sat there and what could have, could have, should have, maybe have been, yeah. Um, obviously, mm. I've got a bit of a story to tell and a bit of redemption to be made up on that mountain. Yeah, so. you got a you got a bone to pick with them up there. A little bit. So, so I, um, uh, that was one of them things. But yeah, hearing you boys, you know, going up and you hadn't done the buff and that for a while, so that was that was good watching everyone else do that and. We chased well, I've never shot a buff with a bow. So that's my first buff. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I went up years ago when I was a young fella and um, wasn't lucky enough to to get one. But um, yeah, so that's my first buff with a bow. So oh, yeah, it was something I've yeah thought about doing for a while and never got around doing it. And yeah, we just thought bugger it, let's do it. So how's you going? Yeah, it worked out good. Were they what you expected? Um. Pretty much what I expected. Yeah, like we it was hard finding them. Like um, we were pushed trying to find water. Yeah, um, it was dry. The, the block. Yeah, we got onto a, a private block, and um, it was yeah super dry. Like every waterhole that they said go check that it's never been empty as long as they can remember. It was empty and it was nothing but a pile of bones in it. Oh shit! So yeah, it was um getting disheartening at one point. And then we found a little bit of water. Um, probably halfway through our two-week stint. Like for the first week, we found nothing but scrubbles. Yep. And um, they're, they're tough frigging things, Em. Yeah. They're unreal like where they live. And um, Isn't it crazy how well they look? 
Like oh, everything mate, else can be struggling. And the like those scrubbers just I remember being up the Cape and saying, I'm like, how do these things survive? Like it's mm. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're definitely built for it. Yeah. So but um yeah, we ended up finding a bit of water and then got onto a few buffs, so not a heap, not bucket loads of them, but you know, Benny got a good bull, I got a good bull, and my old boy got a decent bull. So yep. Maddie lucked out on um on getting one. So yeah, she was the only one that didn't yeah, didn't end yep. up getting one on the ground. So yep. yeah, but she got a good scrub bull, which is good. Yeah. So and you chased a few fish in that way up there too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of fishing like um I bought a boat before we went up, and um, that was me. Elk hunting money. So I went and bought a bugger at all by a boat. Come so on, I bought a boat. Yeah, so I went and bought a little tinny. And, um, mate, yeah, we had a ball, towed that up there, and, yeah, caught a few barra. And um, well, I actually didn't catch on. The only one that didn't catch a barra, everyone else did. <laughs> but we caught plenty of qu- queenies and – they're more um, fun anyway. Yeah, and big salmon, and I'm not no fish expert, some salmon, trevally, and a few other things. So, yep. yeah, it's good fun. Awesome. Real good fun. How many weeks? Uh, you away for a few weeks, weren't you? Three weeks yeah. um, we took to do it. Um, ben and his bride-to-be, they only had the two weeks or gotcha. so. Yep. So we were up there, yeah, t- about a week longer, we took a. We left not long after them and just took our time on our way home. Pulled gotcha. into a few spots and yep. yeah, come back a bit earlier. Like we come back earlier than we thought we would. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, we took three weeks off to do the trip, and yeah, it was no. a good trip. Yeah, plenty. Was that plenty of time? Like for anyone that hasn't done it, like three was a good time. Oh, well, definitely. You're probably, you're probably it's, like me. It's you're more f- than you could probably go it's longer. More than but... enough. You you do it in you do it in two. No worries. Yep. You do yep. it in like. Depends on half, half, how far you're driving. Like we punched it up and we leave. we left on a Wednesday morning and we were there hunting by Friday mid-afternoon. Oh, right. Yep. We had, yeah. Yep. So That's cool. two and a half days. Yeah. So we're prob- we were probably a bit lower than we were on the bottom end of where the buffalo are, uh-huh. on the more southern end of um, – where the buffalo range, so there's yep. obviously a lot more buffalo further north. Gotcha. Of where we were. Yep. So, yeah, another. If you're going right at the top, add another half a day. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, all in all, good trip. Might have to look at doing something, organise something like that this year, I reckon. Yeah. Well, be interesting yep. to see what happens. Well, I, I made the plan. You know, I said to you the other day, like, we'll just go all points overseas. I know we all talk yeah, about yep. this, but this is. This is Jake and I's conversation. We're pretty much recording this one of our phone calls. So, <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, play, yeah. and then I think if if it opened up for some rant, man reason, you know, we'd we'd probably just look to buy a tag down New Mexico or something like that, and exactly, um, yeah, you yeah. know, just just yeah. make the trip happen. That's right. That's exactly right. That'd be that'd be my plan as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What else? I'd what I'll, think on next year, I suppose. I think so. Jeez, I, I, man, if. 2022 is not open. We've got we've got other issues, I reckon. But oh, maybe surely by then, like I'm not one for frigging injections and stuff. But they can stick ten needles in me, so I can go hunt an elk again. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Starting start to get that point. I don't give honest. a shit what they put in me. If I can get back over to Montana and them hills, oh. yeah, can, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So, I've been I've been talking to. I did that last podcast I did with Jordan from um, the draw. 
and I just I just started frothing after that. Like that was the wor- you know, that was the worst thing I could have done was start talking elk and so I've been sort of chatting to him every day since you know, we we always they chat sound, anyway, but they yeah. sound like some real knowledgeable boys. Sounds like they know They what's do going on. and and for anyone that's listening that's keen to do it or, you know, anyone that's spoken to me about it, the stuff that they know, you know, behind the scenes and what they can arrange for you, you know, drop camps and you know, getting you picked up in horses once you shoot something and all this kind of stuff. Like it's just a yeah. an Aussie Aussie hunter's dream. Not just bow hunting, but like rifle hunters and you know, across the it's board. It's essentially local knowledge on the next level. Like, it is and, and that's pretty much what it is. Especially with their background, like when they when they were with um I mean they didn't say too much, but they used to be Cabela's tags and then WTA, which is where I started right. my you know, that's where I started my application thing and my good buddy Caleb um Sutton He's the one I did my goat hunt with. Um, yep. He he's actually going to work for him, so he started there now. Yeah, so right. he he had a in his contract he had twelve months that he wasn't allowed to you know jump ship. And yep. um, anyway, so that's over now. So he started, and the knowledge between them boys is just insane. Like they know, mm. like you know, what mountain range will hold what deer, and you know, all because they've been in it for so long. And yeah, you know when they. Yeah. You know, those boys deal with some big money too. You know, they've got guys that'll pay their way. You know, they'll they'll pull the cash book out and say, look, I want to shoot the biggest elk in whatever state. You know, tell me where to go. So they've got a yep. lot of pressure on themselves yep. too. But um, That's right, yeah. Good, good yeah. lads too. Yeah. Good lads. So really know what they're talking about. And um, yep. we're, just, we're just talking about Arizona's. They've just, Arizona's just banned trail cameras. Um, I heard something they were talking about doing it. I yeah, didn't know so that, um, looks like the decision... Decisions made, is it? Yeah, five to none. Right, five to none. Banned. So ban, complete ban. Who's who's? Oh, you wonder who's behind that? Like, well, because, it sounded like it yeah. was a bit of everyone. Um, from when it, I don't know we're sort of talking something pretty random here, but um, it's an interesting point because it comes back to sort of fair chase and all these kind of things. That's where a lot of it came yep. up. Um, yep. Not that they, not the you know, Boone and Crocker and all that were against it by any means, but it, it came to a point where. Yeah, say the say the Arizona Strip. Uh, for anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know where that is, but uh, it's sort of up in the Arizona Nevada border. Um, giant mule deer, one deer per twenty mile square, like completely desert country, no water, like very limited water. But the deer are giant, like they're huge, yeah. like the biggest mule deer you can imagine. That's where they're going to be shot. Um, yeah. Anyway, they they would come up to a water source where it'd be man-made or a little dirt tank or something like that. There'd be thirty cameras, all on different stacked up, I've heard stacked that. up yeah, on top, on top, on top, top of each other, all on yeah. steel posts. So it didn't become a matter of hunting the deer. Like you knew the deer was going to go to the water. Yeah, of some point there'd be like two water points, and it was a matter of just what hunter could get there first. It was a race. It was just it was a race to the deer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was told some stories about what was going on and. So yeah, there's a lot of it coming, you know, especially with, you know, it's an interesting topic when you start talking, you know, looking at what Robbie's doing with Blood Origins and, you know, what we've got to face as mm. far as non-hunters looking at what we do. And this is a really interesting point because when you see that, like the fair chasing certainly comes into it. You know, yeah. Animals still got to be shot and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong, but. Well, at the end of the day, animals are still going to be shot. It's just, I suppose someone, when they see a good deer, say, if you, I don't know, if you see a 200-inch mule deer, They'll probably shoot it because You're going to shoot it they now. don't know there's a 230 down around the corner. You're exactly before, right. They knew that there was a 230 inch yep. friggin' deer. Yeah, so, and they had them named. Yeah. You know that was the yeah. Well, 
I think I even said it on that on uh, the draws podcast. I said like, you know, certain units in Arizona where they know each bull by name because they've got them on camera. Yeah. They watch them. I mean, it's not going to stop twenty blokes going out and watching a bull for four weeks and having a client shoot it. Like that's not going to stop that. No. But on those more sort of remote ones where water's a real real key, um, you know, those real dry units. Um, you know, they they had them nailed. Like they had, you know, what time the bulls are coming in watering. You know, at what point they changed. You know, throughout the season, yeah. like when they switched gears. You know, they 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 had, oh, they had hope, but they didn't have much. So it was sort of, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. But anyway, they made the made the call. So I sort of said to Jordan today, I said, oh, is it going to change the draw odds? And he's like, nah, because <laughs> people are going to know. The if other. anything, well, if yeah. anything, I think it would make it harder. Well, the age class is going to go up, so people are going to know this bigger deal. And also, I suppose the guides, who if you're hiring a guide and that, you still got the upper hand, but there's a there's a better chance of someone shooting a, a deer now. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you don't personally know the deer by name and know when he's moving, when he's walking, so your odds, well, I think it would be, you know what I mean? Your chance of being out there in the field is just as good as anyone now. Yeah. Well, so, and it could do a couple of things. So, um, you know, it could increase numbers. Definitely going to increase age class because they're not picking off the old boys all the time constantly because yeah. I know they're there. But interesting times for uh, for that kind of thing. And, and it sort of just brings back a you know, talking point of you know, where hunting's going and technology and that kind of stuff. Like, it, you know, sort of you wonder where what's next. You sort of look at all the different yeah. gear coming out. It's, it's pretty insane. It is, right. it is. Talking about yeah. gear. Yeah. Shooting PSE now. Yeah, mate, yeah. How long's that yeah, been now? Shooting. Uh it'll be twelve months. Yeah, like yeah, 12. pretty much yeah, exactly twelve months. Yep. 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 And um liking it. Very happy. Yeah, mate, yeah, yep. Yeah, I've got a couple here and um the one that shines actually that I'd put my that I grab every time is that Mark One. Oh yep. The little carbon the little carbon one, mate. It is a friggin' beauty. Yeah, right. I'm freaking really in love with that bow. So, lies yeah. a feather. Like, I've got the 33 and a 35 here as well. And, um, what's your specs? Sh- what's your specs, though? My, Everyone knows, yeah, yours. Yeah, I've got a big draw length and, yeah, you know, I've got a 31 and a half inch draw, but I think I've cottoned on to something. This Mark One, it only goes to 30 and a half. Okay. So, I've had to put a whopping big D loop on it. Mm-hmm. And I reckon because of that big D loop, I'm getting less face pressure yep. and less string torque and mate, it is driving tax. Interesting. It really is. Always, so I'm gonna be I've never really been a fan of long longer D loops, but Well everyone's that makes trying sense. to get that everyone's just trying to get that that extra half an inch, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day it's power. Mm-hmm. So everyone's chasing that speed thing. But um I remember years ago I had a bow very similar um, a bow again that wouldn't go to my draw length, so I had to shoot it short with a really big D loop, and that thing used to just drive tax as well. Yeah, and it just so happens that this thing I've had to set up the same, and I reckon that's what it is. I really do. So just less string contact on my face. Yep. There's no face pressure. Like my string is way off my face. Longer D loop. You got less string torque. Mate, it is hammering. Get technical here, but what do you use as your um? Like when it, when is that bit longer? Because I know that I've sort of struggled with anchor point once it gets a little bit longer. But how do you find finding that anchor consistently? Pretty good. 
uh, the anchor essentially the anchor point doesn't change. Yep. Um, my draw length is still exactly the same. It hasn't changed. It's not like I'm I'm shrinking into like reaching forward because copy. I've just increased the draw increased essentially the draw length by using the loop by a longer D loop. So it's just a shorter stroke of the arrow now. Yep. So there's just less string travel on the bow. You know what I mean? Where before yep. my string would be coming back another another whole inch, mm-hmm. and but that'd be putting one putting more more nose pressure on. Yep. Like now my nose is very just barely touching the string. Okay. Um, and the yeah, we're at the at that angle, I'm not sure whatever angle they call that, right where your knock is, is just it's well off in the face. Like yep. Yeah, I think. I really think that's what it is, eh? It's so I'm going to be doing some testing with the other ones. I um, so. I'll probably let everyone know here now because this is sort of something we we're going to probably pick up a little bit more with Jake. But uh, I'd like to welcome Jake as one of our new guests for the hunting camp down under podcast. Um, and this is sort of a, I want to intro this because Jake's tech side on archery is ridiculous, and I'll put him up there with the best. Um, sorry to put you on the spot there, mate. But um, that's all right, mate. It um, <laughs> it comes back there's to these a couple little, I look up to anyway. Yeah, I, I know, there's a few, and and but it, you there's know, yeah, yeah. you can definitely shoot behind that as well, so not just on a tech side. But um, I know I've got a question. It's probably it's generally uh, Ben McCulloch or Jake that I talk to. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a, like Ben's one of the fellows I look up to. Yeah, and again, I suppose you can't go past me in summers. Nah, so nah Buff's got, 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 got a question. Dive. He's the man to ring. <laughs> And pretty much, if yeah. you boys can't sort it out, I'm just I'm not going to worry about it. So, but um, yeah, and we're so Jake, yeah. So long story short, uh, yeah, Jakey's jumped on board uh, to help us out with the podcast and and get some different sort of content. Uh, really concentrating those Queensland boys. Uh, already going to be a few coming out in the uh, the next few weeks already. So um, which will be good. But uh, we're going to bring in sort of a little bit more tech. Um, you might find Jake talking to a couple of these guys on a bit archery tech sort of things and. We'll try and interpret it in a way that it's understandable through a podcast, but you know we might have a yep. look down and doing video stuff later. But um, yeah, video stuff, some Q and A's if someone wants to know stuff. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, we um, so. we're looking into a year that uh, I'm, I'm sort of backing off a few other avenues, and it'll have more time for the podcast and and uh, and my main line of work. So I've, I've clear trying to clear out the calendar a little bit, and uh, we definitely yep. want to drive home. Yeah, some stuff that you guys want to hear. Um, it, it never started off as an archery podcast, but it always it always lent that way a little bit. But um, it's, it's it was still mixing down up. that route, hasn't it? Yeah, we'll still keep so. mixing it up. But Jake's definitely going to take the archery line, no doubt, uh, along with myself. But um, you know what? What's the biggest thing? You know, you mentioned about face pressure, but um, is there a little bit of a trick show? Like, is there a you know a five point sheet that you go through you know something's not quite right like is there a few points that you check out straight away it's like oh that's that's a little bit off what, what's the first things you go to um well mate start off you check your timing of your bow straight yep. up yeah like when it, you might as well start from the get-go like i'd check my time if when someone turns up here with a bow we check the timing um make sure that's all inspect axle to axle all that sort of thing and um obviously then your spiny arrow make sure that's correct Make sure you've got enough fletching or not too much fletching on your arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, some people get a little bit carried away with too much fletches and too much helical. Again, that'll give you problems downrange. You'll start to get a bit of a parachute effect in, of your arrow, uh, lose some accuracy. But um, mate, at the end of the day, 
it all comes down to to you as a person, as as the shooter. So yep. because even if even if a bow is out at times, you still can group it. Yeah, as gotcha. such. You know yep. what I mean? Like yep. at the end of the day, it comes down to consistency of yourself and what you put into it. You know, and you can only get out of archery or bow hunting is what you put into it. You know, and you you can't expect to shoot it once a month and then expect to do wonderful things, you know what I mean? Can't do it so it's a lot of muscle a lot of muscle muscle memory and you know in your stance, how you stand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You correct draw length. Like there's a there's a whole lot to it. Like yep. there really yep. is. We'll break so, that we're gonna break that down and um yeah we're gonna do our best to to put this in lamest terms if you want to say that and, and we'll try and yeah get some get some little maybe Q&As and we'll, we'll sort of break it up because, you know, a lot of guys do contact us in regards to who they can talk to or who they can touch base with to get bows set up or they might be having trouble. You know, it can be anything. Um, a yeah. big one sort of broadhead tuning and stuff like that, you know, and, and I always say make sure the bow is tuned first before you even try and, you know, play with arrows you can and have broadheads. The, but... You can have the best tuned bow on, on the planet, but at the end of the day, if you're not doing your part mm-hmm. at the other end, you ain't gonna get a broadhead to friggin' shoot like a field point. Like, yep. yep. Like that's a big, a big thing where people have in their head that you tune a bow and all of a sudden it's gonna, you know, your field points and broadheads are gonna be hitting the same Smack mark. Each other. If you're yep. not doing your end, yep. doing your end of the bargain and pulling off a consistent, perfect shot, mate, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen. Talking about so. arrows. Don't be a yeah, dickhead like right. don't be a dickhead like Craig and, and order wraps that are too narrow that don't go right around your arrow. <laughs> so now I've got a nice big black stripe down the side of it. Uh, oh, what a wally. Yeah, Craig uh, does things right. weirdly. Hey, they come up right though. Green wrap. them you next to shafts, mate. You happy with them? Mate, I am. I um I'm a fan of the insert. I am a fan of the insert. The way it screws in and, and lines up. Um yep. The boys sort of market the the strength side of things, which you know, yeah, no question. But mine's that just lining true. That's probably where I, um, I've had some stuff in the past, um, which is you know just the old sleeve over the top. Yep. And well, there's a lot I've come across. I've yet to come across one that I like because I love my micro diameter shafts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yet to come across one that one fits the arrow nicely. Mm-hmm. You either sand in the friggin' arrow, which annoys the crap out of me. Yep. Like if you're gonna do too much stuff, if you you need nice clean fit and yep. no movement in it, and yeah. Yep. So as long as if you're gonna friggin' try to spin everything, all your inserts and your pins and everything like mm. that's yeah. Something's I know a lot on. of people do do it. Oh, I do it as well. But yeah, I mean when you got to do less work, obviously you got a better quality made product. So. Should and you're have. paying top dollar for that shit these days. You, oh. you know, I mean, you expect it. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I said, you know, I like like everything, mate. Something new comes out. Someone's got something to say about it. Um, I mean, I don't yeah. get into it, but you know, online and things like that. But you know, they're they're definitely tough. There's no question about that. I've shot a couple of sort of young hogs with them already, and yeah, there's no qualms in them. But yeah, no, I'm a fan of the fan of the entire, like the the idea that we've got the alloy and the titanium because I, you and yeah. I both run the same head, so we we run those little rads. Little three yep. blade rads, and I think I'll run one twenty fives. So having that titanium, that little bit heavier, uh, gets me a bit more mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. up front. Um, I yep. don't, I don't have a long arrow, so I've only got yeah twenty six and a half inch, twenty or oh, close to twenty seven inch arrow. So 
Um, yeah. yeah, it takes me a little bit to yep. get the weight up there, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you'd still end up with a roughly a five hundred grain arrow. Yeah, mate. Not? Yep. So I always, yep. I'm always sort of working about that five to five twenty roundabout. Yep. So uh, I think with a four, 150 grain head, I think around always around that five twenty five five. Yeah. So that's what changed way around. Like I, I always sort of um, like I, I used to love those black eagles. Um, yeah. The deep impacts still got them, mm-hmm. um, but just because of the outsert setup, I think you'll help me with that uh, with the outsert setup. Uh, I just couldn't. Yeah, get, we were trying to get with the standard yeah, stuff. Just, I just couldn't get ahead enough. I was only yeah. four. Oh, something stupid. It was like four fifty or something like that. Like I, I didn't actually really realise at the time, but I didn't realise how mm. light they were. And yeah, so yeah, no, you yeah, you had me playing around with they, that. They're and, very very light arrow for grains per inch. Them deep impacts. Yeah, real light. So. Love the arrow. Good like, arrow, but good arrow straight as ridiculously straight. Uh, quite yeah. quite straight on the pocket straight out it goes mm. but, <laughs> but um, no, I, I fell on them by accident actually I was down at uh, you know shout out to uh, West Adam West at 10 zone in, down in Maitland yep. um, you know Wesley crack shot knows his gear and I um, at the time I think I bought an expedition at time going back a few years ago before I went back to Hoyt and yep. I was punching arrows out and we could not get that tear in the paper right and I was like Fuck, what's going on he's like throw this in it don't ask me what arrow I was shooting at the time. I cannot tell you. I, I can't remember. And uh, anyway, shoot threw me one of those, uh, and I think I went from a three hundred down to a two fifty, yeah. and through the two fifty up to two fifty. Yeah. Sorry, and uh, yeah. threw that in there, man. Just pulled it off. Boom, straight up. I'm like, oh, yeah. The only two fifties out yeah. in the store were those bloody black eagles. So it cost me a fortune by the time yeah. I went out of there. But yeah, shot them for what quite some time, man. Yeah, and they were good no, arrow. yeah. Um, just just trying to get that weight. That's the only thing I had trouble with them. Yeah, yeah, no, nah. and then other manufacturers then make it too friggin' heavy, yep. you know, and then you you can't get them friggin' light enough. Yeah, go so for that five five hundred to five fifty. I think it's a good range. Good range, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, there's so, things scooting like I shoot five hundred and whatever they are, five five ten or whatever, and that's coming out of eighty with my yeah, so I'm a twenty seven to twenty eight inch draw depending on what bar I'm shooting, but um. I think Benny's got it set at like 27 and three quarters or something. He's played around with it a bit, but yep. that seems to be yep. my sweet spot. 28 is just that tad long. Like I just can't mm-hmm. quite get comfortable. And then 27 and a half is definitely the better side of it. But I'm, I'm, yep. in, the, I'm in the middle there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, but I, yeah, I'll run these and been impressed so far. I haven't, uh, I haven't shot a lot of arrows just the last few months. Yeah, but... I'm yet to um, have a good look at them. So yep. there's not a lot of people that I've come across yet up this way with them. So, yep. but I'm, yeah, hanging and have a look at them and see, yeah, see what, what they're all about. Yeah, definitely. So. The boys, have, seems like they've moved a few too, so we should see some uh, some feedback come through. And um, Oh, mate, they're frigging, they're pushing them hard, that's for sure. Yeah, boys got a marketing down. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'll tell you what, yeah. No, they, they got their marketing down, Pat, that's for sure. Got it sorted. Yeah, yeah. But, um, what's your, like, what, where do you run? Like, what, um, because it's a bit different because you're sort of big long drawer and that kind of thing. Yep. Where, where do you sort of end up? My arrow is I shoot an eastern axis. Yep. Um, two, 260 spine they are. And um, I shoot the match grade, so they're at a 001. Like, yep. Yeah, and then I put a, um, a stainless – I put the hit insert in. Yep. Because I love that hit insert design. But then I put a stainless steel sleeve over the end okay. just to – just to 
give you a little bit more strength and not so much for the weight up the front because I could go 100, I shoot 100 grain head, but at, I'm at right now about 100, 540 grains. Yeah, sweet. So, and they'd, yeah. They'd be hooting. Yeah, yeah, no, they are. Mm. So with my yeah, bigger draw length, like I was shooting them out of my 80 pound PSD at 31 and a half and they yeah, almost 300 feet per second. <laughs> Zinging. So, but that's, you know I mean, that's not ever, that's too no, fast, no. I believe. Like, there like, is a level. You want that, yeah, you want that. And with that, that just makes tuning hell. With a fixed blade broadhead and a long draw, mate, yeah, tuning is not, is, isn't easy. Like, yep. it's much easier to tune a lighter poundage when a shorter draw. Yeah, hands yeah, down. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So not necessarily a slow arrow, just that short, shorter draw length just makes tuning less time on the bar. So much easier. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yep. So, but um, yeah, so 540 and later on I have, I bumped it up when we went up north, I bumped it up to, I put a um, another stainless steel insert in there and bumped it up to 600 grains. I was bang on 600 grains and uh-huh. yeah, that was three blade broadhead. I was passing through buff. Yep. So, no issue at all. Yeah. No, scrub, you know, the scrub bulls, yeah, one big scrub bull, yeah, busted straight through him, the other fellas. Yeah, I was just pulling up like Fletcher's deep. Yeah, yep. not a problem at all. Perfect. So, but I've got draw length on my side. Yeah. So, draw length and eighty pound. So, yeah, I can get away with it a little bit more than others. I think as long as you're putting it in that pocket, there, he's in trouble. That's right. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, you don't. Yeah, put it in the right spot, he's done. Yeah, he's in trouble. So, but I, I sort right, of, you right. know. There's, oh man, there's so many conversations about that weight thing, but I've always just sort of stuck around that 500, and it's always done me well. Always done. That's me a good well. weight. That's yeah. a good weight. So haven't had, haven't had any dramas. Seems seems to be what fellas that I look up to and take note of what they've got to say seems to be the same, same sort of numbers that yep. most people are talking. Yep. So yep. good happy medium. Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, like, I, as I said, I shoot nearly 28 or 27 half, I think, the can, the module is on the Hoyt. Um, and, like, it's coming at 80 and just everything's easy. Like, there's yep. – Benny Harley touches it. Like, he – yeah, he just shoots it himself, hands it to me and goes, here, mate. You know, set it, you yep. know, set, set it up, you know, just move the peep, maybe a mill here or a mill there and then set – you know, pretty much set the sights from there and it's, you know, it's it's on in, on the spot, so – um, and I yeah. don't shoot as nowhere near as enough as I should, but it it's so easy to shoot. You just pick it up, and the setup just works. Mm. I don't know what it, it you know, yeah. it's just a good all round package. So I'll yeah. stick with it. I'll stick with it. Sorry, so, mate. I said I'll stick with it. Yeah, yeah. Now that's yeah. Now that's it. But you've you mean you've got a lot of years of archery on your side. Where at your point of life, if you put it down for a few weeks, you still got a lot of loss, a lot of muscle memory built up. Where yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's where newcomers into the sport. You know, I mean, they don't have that. Like you got to think someone like yourself. Like I remember when we were kids, we were shooting. So we got twenty years of archery behind us. Yeah, well, so I mean, tooting around at twelve years old shooting three D. It's sort of. That's what I mean. We've got a lot of muscle memory there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest so, thing it probably gets us is more. Oh, like what I find, and this this is kind of weird but i lose the actual you know your stalk ability and the the your sense on the ground like that's what i i like i can shoot a bow it's frustrating a little bit but you, you know you can pick up the bow slam three you know 30 yards put a you know three arrows at a two inch circle and go all right that's sweet you know let's go yeah but then like yeah 
you lose the touch of picking up picking up animals in the glo- in the in your binos. Like you're stalking, you're stumbling, you're noisy, and you're like, fuck, what's going on that, here? That's just, again, that's just time. Like it's amazing is you spend a bit of time with some of the fellas that are in the bush all the time. And it's amazing they can pick out a well, there's an antler in the grass, you know, in 300 meters bedded, and you're like, where, what? You what know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's they're right, like they know what they're, yeah, yeah. Them eyes, them that are just focused in that look and like I'm a little bit more fortunate. I get to spend a bit more time than yourself in the bush, mm-hmm. so I sort of keep my edge, like, yeah. And it's so, interesting, yeah, like yeah, you're saying. You go into the rut or, you know, overseas or whatever it may be, but, you know, the, from the first day out, then maybe the fifth day you come out of the scrub, like the, what you're tuned into is completely different. Like, yep. you know, I always say, like, I was taken back to fishing, like, you know, fish forever and you could read water. Like, you know where you're going to catch a fish and you know where you're not going to because yep. you just – but it was like, how do you know what, what what makes your fish there? And it's like, oh, I just can tell that's where the that's where it's going to be sitting or, or whatever it may be. Yep. Um, yep. I remember back, like, obviously – you know, before kids and work and that took off, um, you know, when you're sort of hunting every two or three weekends, mate, like stalking, like, you know, you go and tap a hog on the ass, like you'd... Oh, mate, you'd, yeah. As long as that yeah. wind stayed true, mate, they'd... Mate, everything, mm. everything, if you spotted one, he was in trouble now. Um, yeah. Like, oh, I hope I can get yeah. close enough. <laughs> well, that that's where a lot of getting back to new fellas, because obviously not new fellas listen to it, your podcast. That's a, another thing I think where they lack is time in the bush you know what i mean they're all they're all at home right now watching youtube or freaking thinking about hunting doing what i can if you get the yeah like get out to your block don't you wait until halfway through march until the deer are roaring mm-hmm. get out there now like get your skill sharpened you you know what i mean get to know your block get to yeah. find your animals because animal body language is massive like yep. you're getting yeah i predict what they're doing at times where if you're not in the bush you don't have that yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing, nice. and you, we only have to look at yeah. You know, one good thing for socials, the guys that are pretty consistent. Obviously, as you said, they got they got the opportunities, but you know they take the opportunity as well. You know they've got that store. Yeah, you know, we or always they go make back. it. They they make the opportunity, or they or they just take the opportunity one or the other. So some people are more fortunate than others, but yeah, don't be the fella that. Winges, why aren't you shooting big deer if you're not putting the effort in? Mm, like, that's right. Yeah, they yeah, take a the lot of work. Are... They take a oh, lot of work. Mate, like, you cool. get lucky. You got the odd fellow that comes out, and you know, I'll like that. My yeah. my first fellow deer was something that, you know, is ridiculous. But you know, there was a lot of years of hunt. Like I didn't know what I shot at the time, but I look back now. But you know, mm. you work for it. Like there was a lot, a lot yeah. of years of hunting and shooting, carrying on, and you know, you. Oh, the, the, the and that's the difference between the fellows getting it done all the time consistently and the fellas every now and then yet one gets lucky it's just time in the bush mm-hmm. yeah so, and you look yeah. at that yeah it's kind of with anything i suppose you you spend enough time doing something something's going to come out pretty good of it so but yeah yeah so but even this like last rut i didn't i'd put an arrow on the string once in six weeks yeah six weeks straight hunting reds put the arrow on a string once for myself but you had tough because so, the grass. I remember they getting the your clips yeah, through, but, through the grass. But I just couldn't quite find the quality of the animal I was looking for. Like we yeah. found some good ones, and but not quite that. Yeah, that next level fella that I'm looking for these days. Mm-hmm. So I found him at the end and got the full draw on him. And yeah, it was it was close, but yeah, nice should have taken a shot. But I'm glad I didn't because he'll be bigger this year. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So. 
We'll find him. Yeah. We'll find yeah, him. Yeah, we'll find. I know where he is. I know we'll... where he is. If anyone's wondering why I'm a bit static here, I'm just setting up my arrows at the same time. So <laughs> <laughs> I struggle doing no, two things right at once. Eh? I struggle doing two right things eh? at once. So what's plans this year, mate? Mate, I think uh, I really want to try and get out west here before the – but this this weather's obviously so wet and that out the west. So, um, but, yeah, I'd like to sneak out there before it starts cooling down, if I can get a week in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, the fellow block and that still elude me at the moment, so I'll probably, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what happens. But you know, I might just slip up to my normal block there. That's got the odd, odd one on it. Just see what he's got going on. He's, yeah. He'll have a, he'll have a good season there. There'll be plenty of feed. And there was a couple of young bucks there last year. Not many of them, but um, yeah, yeah, it might be something worth. I had a big fellow there. I was chasing a couple of years ago, but I, I think the chopper might have picked him up. But I'll, uh, I'll go and have a look. That's right. And, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, hopefully, hopefully come and annoy the piss out of you yeah, for, a, for a week or so. Yeah, right. And then... Yeah, sounds uh, like a good idea. He's then, getting a lot of rain west of New South Wales. Yep. They're getting a lot of rain out there. Yeah, Tamworth well, got... That'd be good for the... All the boys out there. What about west-west? Like when you... Yeah. What about further west? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's all. A lot of it's flooding out there now. So, like all that Burke oh. country and Winaran country, they've all had rain. So beautiful, yeah. So it's definitely get some hog numbers up. Yeah, I reckon for anyone that's been a bit disheartened over the last twelve months, eighteen months, two years, you know, obviously they've copped it too. But oh, mate, I think um, you know, probably eighteen months time, you know, some of the blocks that we've had a look at uh, was with Lonnie there a couple of months ago with Dad, and you know, a lot of young stuff. But you know, give that eighteen months, and the odd ones that have slipped through that are three or four years old, yeah, it's gonna be there's gonna be some good hunting if we can get one more season. So if we can get this again next year. Yeah. yeah, so there's going to be some good hunting leading forward for sure. And hopefully everyone can look after their country and you know, keep on to it. A little bit, a bit of, generally, we have some couple bad seasons and a couple good seasons. So hopefully, it sticks to that pattern and yeah, it's we do all right. Typical Australia, yeah. but no, nah, mm. that'll be made. And, and I'll, um, I'm pretty keen to get up north and chase a chittle with, with Smithy there, probably in May, hopefully. So, yeah, sneak up there yep. and have a bit of a look around. Um, take that up there. He hasn't, hasn't shot a chittle yet. So, Take him up there, and then yeah, with any luck, mate, we can have a pretty good winner here. We can get into some hills here and chase a few balls around. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. And then we'll be just sort of sitting waiting and see what happens with these borders. But I'd say it's going to be mm. much the same as last year, mate. I'd say we'll just be. What time when he comes, I'll chase yep. the, I'll chase the rooster again and see if I can find the big one that I found. That a couple of weeks after I shot that one this last year. What you found a bigger fellow than the one you? I found a bigger one. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> he'll, uh, Very cool. Yeah, he's uh he's he's pretty awesome. So I'm just sort of yeah, I picked the camera up the other day and bloody interesting actually. I when I picked the camera up you would not know the deer was there, to be honest. It's yeah, uh, right, yeah, eh? it's a weird area. So um I think I guess maybe congregate there for the rut maybe and they yep. disperse from there. So it'll be yeah, I'll I'll get a camera back in there around maybe just before I come up to you and around March or yep. something like that and I'll just sort of leave it there and check it sort of once a month. I won't, won't put it. Yeah. Well, they'll, sort of, be, they'll be pretty much rubbing, rooster rubbing by then, aren't they? Wouldn't I the think so, boring? mate. Yeah, I'm not a mm. I'm not massive up on it, but I think, yeah, they'll carry yeah. that through to sort of May, I think, and then yeah, I think they're, what, they're generally hard for four weeks prior to that, I think, so. Well, generally, we come across the yard, rooster when we're hunting reds, and generally when you come across them, if they're not 
chipped out. They're close to it. Yep. Yeah. So yep. yeah, so, they're I'd still say. in Velva, but real close. By the end of April, I'd imagine. Should be pretty be, well hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was twenty yeah. seventh of June or something, or twentieth of June or something. I think I that shot that fella, and they were going off their brains. Um, yeah. But only four yeah. days prior to that. Yeah, you know, it looked like they'd only just got into this spot. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I sort of haven't patterned them. I don't really have. This is sort of the tail end of the season, which I checked out. The camera was there. Didn't have as, nowhere near as much on it as I thought it would. Um, and they yeah. taped it off. It was like it was only a photo every two weeks. It was a bit weird. Um, weird, eh? Yeah, so there was a fair bit of activity straight after I set it up. And then as as the year went on, there was just sort of less and less. So, yeah, it was, yeah. it's kind of, kind of a bit of fun, actually. I kind of liked it. Been able to sort of track does it, still it, hold it does it still hold does out of the rut? There was a couple of photos. There's probably more does than what I've seen stags on there, which is a good sign. But um, a couple of young fellas sort of went past it, little spikies and that, just wandering. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll uh, sort of yeah. do the start of the season, and then maybe hopefully I can put some kind of pattern together for the following one. But I might just yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I might just get lucky like I did this year, last year. So. Oh, but, um, yeah, nah, he did it right last year, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm so, happy with him. I've got to get my old boy onto one too, so. That'd be cool. Get him That'd sorted. Be cool, very cool. Uh, I've got, got to get him away from the fishing. He's just bloody off it. Oh, he wants yeah, to I've been, yeah, I've been enjoying the fishing. Yeah. I've been enjoying it. Oh, your old boy as well. Yeah, he's smashing yeah, the fishing too. The Jewy's biting lately? Yeah, been real good. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. lost a good fish last night, he said, so. Yeah, what eh? Mm, pulled hooks on something. Right, but... eh? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. good. Every time I see you, you got the boat going across water. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying that boat, actually. Yeah, I didn't think I was much of a boat person, but mm. yeah, starting to enjoy it. So, heading yeah. out in the morning, actually. You can sort of do it, like, especially when you come home. Like, you can kind of, you can jump in and go. Like, it's not as much, yeah, especially with your dams and that, that you've got around you. And yeah. You sort of, like, you don't yeah. really have to plan much. It's just a matter of hooking the boat on and going. And That's right. That's right. Run. Yeah, I got you know a couple of dams within an hour, so take your pick and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes. Apparently, they're biting a Somerset at the moment, so I'll go give yeah. that a crack in the morning. Right. So yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh, very good. Well, mate. Well, thank you for jumping on, and that was a bit of an all over the shop, guys. And um, but I just it, it look, the main reason was we just want to. I just want to introduce Jake as uh, as new uh, host for the podcast and. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be getting his couple out here very shortly. Um, yeah, and um, we'll start jamming a few more out for you. Yeah, we'll smack it in, and we'll get the other boys fired up now that they've had the Christmas break and a bit of time off. Yeah, my life's just going to get a little bit crazy because I've just taken over a, or just purchased a real estate office. So, and I've got about ten staff under me now. So, I uh, I could go disappearing for a little bit, but it'll all be worth it in the long run. So, yeah, we're still putting yeah, these no, together. It will be. Yeah. Um, yeah. We hopefully, um, guys, we'll, we'll get a little bit more consistent with this and we'll, we'll get back to our fortnightly runs and Jake and Tobe and Herbie, they'll be, uh, they'll be helping us out as well and hopefully make 2021 a, a big one. Too right. Sounds good. Awesome, man. Thanks for your time and uh, stay there. No mate. worries, we'll mate. Stay there and we'll, we'll finish her up. Thank you for listening to the Hunty Countdown on a podcast. If you would like any information from today's show, Please don't hesitate to contact us on huntingcampdownunder at gmail.com or simply hit us up on any of our social media outlets on Instagram or Facebook. Be sure to join us next week for another awesome episode and we look forward 
to sharing another story from Hunting Camp Down Under. Bye for now.